what it is, what it is. You know what it is. It's the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. Hashtag a podcast for the rest of us. It's me, your boy, the sarcastic criminal, the hip-hop king of the north, and the three-eyed raven of rhyme, your boy, Great Pharaoh, and I'm joined by my mans and them. We got the profound conqueror, the mumbling mushroom, the creator of Code Elephant and CodeElephant.net. We got the big baller, Bentley truck driver, Bug, in the building. What's good with you, Bug? How you will doing Bentley Chuck whipping all day, every day? Yo, I've been doing good, man. It's been uh been an interesting couple weeks, man. That's all. Um got a new whip, as you as as a uh, as great done let y'all know. <laughs> Bentley Chuck Bug, Bentley Chuck <laughs> Meek Miller's um, so jealous right now. <laughs> I'm not trying to make Meek jealous. It's not a Bentley truck, but it's it's, it's something nice. It's, it's real. It's a real nice car. I'm I'm enjoying driving my new whip. Um, my wife, she's always trying to compete with me to to drive now. So, you know, that's good. So now I gotta drive everywhere. Um, I want to drive. Want to put? Want to push? The, <laughs> I want to get behind the wheel of a Bentley truck. Everybody, everybody, everybody want to push the new one. But I, I mean, that that that's gonna wear out pretty soon. I don't like to drive. Tell you the truth, guys. I like. I don't. I'm not really a, like a person that likes to drive. I I walk or ride my bike places if I could. Everywhere. You prefer to be chauffeur. Don't be humble. <laughs> you prefer to be driven. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, crazy as fuck. But uh, <laughs> anyway, um, what I've been listening to is a uh, Sky Zoo album. I've been banging that a lot. Um, and a bunch of gospel music. That's 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 really what's been going on. I, um, we also joined by the visual overlord, the one line Optimus Prime, food for your soul, finally back, we got soul in the building, soul man, what's been good with you, what's been going on, what you been listening to? What's up, what's up, what's up everybody, uh, man, it's been a minute since I've been on, my gosh, uh, what's been going on, nothing much really, same old, same old stuff, you know, can't really, can't really say anything new and exciting, uh, I got a new whip. It ain't no, it ain't no Bentley truck. It ain't no McLaren. It ain't nothing in Bug's garage, but it's a little something, something. Yo, Bug, I ain't even know you told them about the McLaren. You told them about the McLaren? No, I didn't. Oh, oh so you didn't tell me about the McLaren? <laughs> you piece that though, right? <laughs> I just magically know that you got a McLaren too. Look, oh, look, look, man, Bug. Y'all doing too much. Y'all telling too much. Y'all doing too much. <laughs> <laughs> What have I been listening to? Um, a lot of different shit, actually. You know, I listened to some, uh, listened to some Led Zeppelin earlier in this week. Uh, some video game soundtracks. Uh, uh, been listening to some Nas. Listen to that Black Panther album. Yep, Woo, that Black Panther album. Oh, put it legit, man. That joint is. That's uh that's another topic for another day, perhaps. Word up, word up. Your next Sunday, yeah, your Black much. Panther album is coming, definitely. Next Sunday, Black Panther album review. And I'm just going to say it now, and I'll say it at the beginning of the show. There will be spoilers. If y'all, it like this, man. If y'all don't see it, though, I mean, like, just don't don't listen to the show. And if y'all don't, and, like, sit, real talk. Yeah, but real I mean, talk. It'll be, like, it'll be a whole week, so <laughs> people should have seen it yeah, by then. like... I gotta be able to see this thing, man. Like, yeah, I won't be. When the episode gets released. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. By the time, yeah. 
time the episode get released, we're going to record that episode on Sunday, the uh, the 18th. That episode will be out by the 22nd. If you ain't seen Black Panther by then, then you failing the culture. Like seriously, like I mean, I know I know there's a lot of you know late people that people that listen to stuff late. I mean, watch, watch movies late. They they catch it the second weekend. But if you don't catch it the second weekend, like the third weekend, yeah, so. really? Worse. You, you, abandoned, you abandoned the culture. Okay, well, nobody said you abandoned the culture. Gave up on the people. That's going to come out on Thursday, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, opening, uh, soft opening is Thursday night. That's when I got my tickets for. I, I don't play. Now we're going we go, we go, we go on Friday. I got my joints Thursday. I'm being there on the 5th. I feel so bad. I'm going on Sunday. Oh, you going on Sunday during the day? Yeah. I ain't wasting no time. We're going to have a special guest on next week's show also. You know what I mean? So hold it down. And uh, really, really, uh, it's really going to be it's gonna be a dope show, man. It's going to be a dope show. So, speaking of nerd shit, real, real quick. Did Dragon Ball Super come out today? I didn't see any episodes pop yeah, up. Yeah, the new episode, episode 127, yeah. Oh, I missed that. Word up, word up. But uh, as for me, what I've been listening to, man, uh, I, I, I've been building a... Um, I've been building a new playlist slowly and steadily, so it's been coming along real slow. I've been jamming to that, a little bit of everything, just from 2017. Uh, I've been listening to a lot, a lot of uh, Freddy vs. Jace, uh, uh, Friday on Elm Street again. Uh, Big Crit had that spinning again. Uh, a lot of Black Panther, of course. And uh, honestly, man, I've been, I've been spinning Jaden again. Uh, the chief and I have to I have to recant a statement that I made where I said the chief is better than 444 hey I can't believe you said that stupid shit yeah like what the yeah like what the hell was that I'm not pulling it back that far it's not better than 444 but uh that's it's not better I, I do think it holds its own weight but I think I gave I just think I gave it a little too much accolades talking Grammy nods and all that kind of stuff but it's not better than 444 I can admit that Uh, but it's still it's still one of my top albums of 2017 and that's just where I'm gonna leave cause motherfucking uh, Long Little Chief Two Points Trampoline Helicopters Let Out it had a bunch of tracks on it that that I still jam to without hesitation but uh yeah that's that just want to share that uh and it's real quick you know what i mean just just be a little a little a little lifeish. i was listening to a i listen to a lot of podcasts and i was listening to one of these one of my podcasts and this cat says something real interesting about millennials and i mean he said words hurt and they were talking about the conversation was on bullying and he said words hurt because they ain't never been hit in the face before and I thought that was the realest joint ever. Yeah, I guess so. I guess you could say that. I don't, I don't know about that. Like, yo, you, of course words gonna hurt if you ain't never been into a fight. If you never got your ass whooped, yeah, you gonna cry over the... Words never phase me because I've been beat up before. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. no, I mean, I, 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 I get I've I gotten get that plenty of fights, but, but words hurt. Then you ain't never been you ain't never been hit. I'm telling you, bro. I've been hit. What, what are you talking about? I ain't never been hit. If words, if words still hurt after you've been hit, then you ain't never been hit. I've been hit. Before. I got hit. I, work. I got fucked up. No, I got I jumped in Brooklyn, bro. Got my ass whooped. Got hurt. I mean, what, 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 words hurt because I mean, a lot of times it's just internal. I mean, it's, 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 it hurts. But um, 
I kind of get what like I think I think what he's really trying to say is that um, millennials he wants to say millennials aren't as tough as his generation and I think that's what he's trying to say I think what he's trying to say yeah it's super and and what 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 I would say what I would say is I don't know if they're more soft than they are more entitled I think that's probably the bigger part of it is not soft it's just title I post to have shit yeah I post to have shit why is shit not coming (laughs) this made it stand out my daughter was getting her hair done and she was freaking out because commercials were playing Mm -hmm. and she's like yo we not supposed to have this (laughs) yeah what yeah, like where's the shit at? The shit's not here. Like what the fuck? Wait, <laughs> like what is this Stone Age? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. for the show. Yep. Again. Yep. Mhm. It's all. It's all the internet. Like everything. The everything nowadays is fast. You don't have to. I mean, they're they're conditioned. My son is not conditioned to wait for shit. So when he got to actually wait for something. I'd be like, hey, yeah, you gotta wait, fam. Like that's how it works. Or when he doesn't get something right away, I'd be like, hey, yeah, like, you're not gonna get everything like that. It's not gonna work like that. Like everything doesn't happen at the at the speed of the internet, son. Like <laughs> some shit is just some shit is just slow. You gotta deal with it. Like fuck. So I mean, I th- I, th- I think that's the bigger thing is that they just expect shit to happen, and when shit don't happen, they be like, what the fuck. You know, I mean, I would get mad too if if I if like everything in my life happened. I'm just saying, like, um, I mean, your kids and my kid don't had a phone since they was like two. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, entertain entertainment is instant, bro. And when that shit don't come, they like fuck that. Like that shit's not supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah, nah, I get, I get. We're in the age of instant gratification. I mean, that's that's America, though. We've been like conditioned for that shit for years now. No, oh, you're right, you're right about that. America, that's the world. Don't blame America. It's the world. It's the world. <laughs> that's modern, uh, developed society. It's not the whole world, but yeah, anywhere developed, anywhere, anywhere with the internet. Yeah, you got Wi-Fi on the reg, then. You expect instant gratification. I'm not gonna front. I get, I get kind of tweaked when I uh, when I'm watching TV and commercials come on. Like, oh god, another fucking commercial, really? I mean, I get pissed at buffers on YouTube. So, you see, see, hell, that Facebook. But that's different though. I expect my connection to be fast. Facebook has commercials. You be on that shit too much. I've never seen a Facebook commercial. You don't get the ads before. What? How? How? No. Yeah, like, how, like, do you never watch videos on Facebook then? Now where I get ads, every video I watch. Every video I watch on Facebook. Unless unless the video starts something before Facebook (laughs) start adding ads to my video. No, I get ads. Yeah, you do. I get a bunch of ads. But uh, what's it called? Alright, yo, man. But yo, let's keep it trucking, man. That's because we want we want to get this joint moving. Yo, let's move right into um, book, man. What you got, man, for this week in hip hop? Alright, so. Uh, so welcome to this week in hip hop, man. We're going to explore some current events in hip hop culture, take you back to reminiscing some past hip hop albums, personalities, and situations, man. This week, uh man. So we, so we, we, we've been gone for a little bit. So how far you want to go back, man? No, we just take it back. Maybe last week. All right. So, um, no, the Grammys was the week before last. 
No, Rams was last week. Just go win, man. Just go win. Whatever we get. <laughs> I can't remember. Anyway. Rams was like two weeks anyway, ago. Anyway, so. It was two. It had to be two weeks ago. Had to be. Anyway, so. Um, a couple things happened. Um, so the Migos, Migos dropped their culture too. Yeah, Migos dropped their culture too. I'm not a Migos fan, to, like at all. Actually, I like Bad and Bougie. I actually love Bad and Bougie. Actually, Ooh. but um, not really a fan of you know Migos music. Um, I've heard good things. I've heard terrible things. So that, I'm gonna. I'm, 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 after you said it, <laughs> was our reaction to that news. <laughs> So, so let me let me, let me move on to uh, better things. Uh, yeah. Kendrick Lamar opened up the Grammys, killed them. Like that 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 uh the intro was was silly. Um, there was a bunch of there was a bunch of other. I mean, uh, uh, Nicki Minaj performed. No, 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 not, not Nicki Minaj. Rihanna. I don't know how I got them mixed up. Rihanna performed. Uh, Bruno Mars and uh, Cardi B performed. Bruno Mars took home literally all of the oh, hardware that, that everybody. Was, that was a good performance. <laughs> Shook up the world, Cardi which on the Grammys, which my food, yeah, which which I'm not mad at. People were highly upset that Bruno Mars won, and that Kendrick and Jay Z didn't win. But you know, Kendrick, like so, like I keep saying, Kendrick should have won for Pimp. You know, Macklemore shouldn't have beat Kendrick that year. Like it's definitely, but. Bruno, I mean Bruno killed him within nine songs, bro. Like yeah. <laughs> he put out the yeah. best nine songs. Jay Z got snubbed. A lot of people think Jay Z was snubbed. What the, the no. Grammys? For, I don't know. I since and no. I, I agree. I don't think he was snubbed. I think what what he was up against and the songs that he had in each category, he was not a winner. He could have like he could have won. He could have beat uh. He could have beat uh, Humble for like best rap song. He could have Story OJ possibly could have beat Humble, nah, but not in my but book. Story OJ was not a better <laughs> rap song than Humble. Yeah, my whole thing. Yeah, was, okay, not my book. Like, they gave they gave Jay Z all those nominations because they were giving him that big award. Yeah, like if he wasn't getting that big award, Jay Z wouldn't have had all them nominations. You know I mean, so I, I just I don't think he got snubbed. I think. The winners, the winners won. That makes sense. The winners won, and that's it. Absolutely. Yes. So here's 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 something else, man. So this kind of bugged me out when I was listening to it. I heard a uh, interview. Um, Migos was on, um, I think Tim Westwood, and they were like, they're the biggest uh, biggest uh, rap group ever, or something like that. Come to that effect, like some, like either they said they're the biggest rap group ever. Yeah, no, they said they're the biggest rap group ever. As they said, mm. and yeah. I was so, I mean, I, I mean, like, I, I don't, I can, I can, I'm pretty sure you can argue it. I'm pretty sure there's some sort of evidence out there you can argue it. In my mind, I would say no. I would, I would possibly say they might be the biggest rap group of this generation or some shit like that, but um, not of all time. You know, I don't, I don't, I couldn't, I couldn't put them ahead of Outkast and Wu Tang, <laughs> shit like that. Outkast, Wu Tang, Bone Thugs. 
Yeah, like it's it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot of them out there. Bone thugs, the locks, fucking uh, crisscross, the <laughs> NWA, <laughs> crisscross. Oh my god! <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Come the fuck on! <laughs> yeah, you put crisscross above them. That's good. That's real good. <laughs> Man, that's funny. Yeah. So yeah, that 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 one that one kind of bugged me because I was I was I was like I don't believe they even did some shit like that. Yeah, um. So here 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 go another one. Uh, so Kendrick Lamar dropped a song with a Q-tip today. Have you guys heard that yet? Nah, Kendrick. Hmm? I, I saw it. I never. I, I I saw it on Facebook and I never clicked on it. Yeah. So it is. Yeah. It's um. It, it's so it sounds good. I don't. Think it has a lot of substance to it because because it's it's really long and Kendrick you know it's 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 really long like you ever, you ever you remember uh, Thirty Hours by Kanye West yeah kind of records this song reminds me of that so much this reminds it's me of like it goes on yeah it's a, it's a, it seems like it's a big old ad lib track so um but but it sounds really good though it does sound good I, I give him that. Um, it seems like it's more of a, a Q-tip, like Q-tips doing than Kendrick's doing. The, the the type of track it is. Yeah. Especially since Kendrick is on a chorus too. So, um, uh, Two Change Your Boy got a new four track EP Chip. called "Don't Play." Uh, the, the play don't care who makes it. Um, it sounds pretty good. If you guys want to check that out, check Chip. it out. It's real short, and it's not, it's de- definitely sounds good. Um, last thing. Um, so um, we doing Nas tonight. So this came up. The Khalees is asking for more money for Nas for child support, right? Um, I thought it was hilarious. I thought like uh, uh, like when 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 people go through the child support thing, I always find it interesting, especially when so much money is involved sometimes. And it's like, so I have a kid. I know how much money it takes to uh, take care of my kid and give him the best of what I got. And you know. So now it's paying eight grand a month for child support, and you know now Khalees is like, that's not enough anymore. Like he needs he needs more bread for I guess whatever he's doing. And I always wonder like 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 how does that work? Like <laughs> like I love to know how that works. To I want to see thousand dollars going to yeah. To be able to get eight grand, that's a lot to me. Like to, to me, in my head, like I don't know what school he go to, I don't know what what he wear, I don't know what he live at. I, I know I don't know. No, I'm, I'm being I'm being for real. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know what that is. But I don't know. I, I don't think I don't think a, a eight year old with eight grand a month, like a month. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> is wanting for shit. You know? <laughs> I don't think you. I don't think he want for money. Oh yeah. She just want more. So I had, so, so I had, so I had this, I had this conversation with my man uh, a couple of days ago, and he was basically saying like, you know, he give his, uh, he give his, uh, he give his uh, girl money, you know, for child support and everything, and sometimes he don't understand how she asked for more when, you know, and he's like, well, you know, I gave you this, you know, where's your, where's your part of it, you know, like why am I got, why do I got to give you more because you want more? Why am I giving you a hundred percent? Yeah, why am I give you 100% of all of the stuff? Like why can't you just contribute? And, I, and I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not naive. I know the moms out there, I know they contribute, I know they do it. I'm not even saying that. I just don't understand sometimes why like 
I understand certain situations, but in this situation, particularly, I don't understand uh, why the kid, the eight-year-old kid, needs more than eight grand a month. And it's got to be, it's got to be, it's got, it has to be the school he goes to. He got to go to an expensive school, and and the travel. I mean, it's got to be something like that. It's got to be the school, something sort of travel. What's important? The way child support works, if I'm not mistaken, is the uh, the child support is based off of the uh, the income, and they base it off of, they base it off a lot of different things. One of the main things they base it off of is not just the father's income, or the, yeah. the parent who's being filed against income. It's basically the lifestyle transition. They can't be at mom's house in a hut, and at dad's house in a mansion. Of course, that makes perfect sense. You know, so they make it so that the mom gets paid an astronomical amount in order to maintain that balance between place to place. So they don't feel uh, tra- almost traumatized every time they have mm-hmm. to go to the other. Yeah, because you can't because you can't have a kid thinking, oh, I'd rather go over dad's house because he got a mansion. But mom living in one bedroom apartment like I that's that's totally understandable because kids take kids. Um, interpret shit like that. Like, who knows? You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I definitely, I definitely get that part. No, I'm pretty sure she got bread. I'm pretty sure she got bread. But that's like yeah. I said. It's it's. What? He. I'm pretty sure she got bread. It's got to be. But she she does like cooking and whatnot. But so I'm pretty sure all this bread has got to have something. Like he must go to like the school that he goes to must be like. Ten thousand dollars a month. It, it got to be a really expensive school this kid is going to, or he must travel all over the place with Nas and her. You know what I'm saying? Or something like that. It can't. It's not clothes. It's not birthday parties. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's, it's school and travel. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's school. Yeah, school or travel. I just don't know what type of schools cost that much money, right? <laughs> a month. You gonna find out when you start sending your son to one baller. Like, like, like the most, like, like, so, so I, we, so we was actually thinking about that, right? So the most expensive, one of, one of the most expensive, um, but we, we didn't do it. One of the most expensive uh, private schools here in Atlanta is uh, one called Woodward Academy, right? And for kindergarten, it's like twenty something thousand dollars a year, right? So maybe a couple years ago, we, we were thinking about doing it, and I was like, you know what? I don't know about doing it. I was like, cause I don't know if we're gonna keep that up. Like, you can't pull them out. Like, once you start paying that bread. And you start getting that education, you ain't gonna pull them out, man. That's gonna be a beast. So um, we end up not doing it, and you know, because I'm not really a private school person. Anyway. I'm over a public school, like just, you know, get to get that free education. If you need to supplement at home, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Because yeah. I got enough time to do stuff like that. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a dad that's like that's gone all the time on business trips and shit like yeah. that. So I'm you know I'm at the crib. Um, but um, like you know, Woodward is like. Two thousand dollars a month, <laughs> you know. What I'm saying? That's like one. Of, that's like literally, like, and, and and they have a couple of them around the area that are like high, like really good and better than that. Crazy that you like, can't even look at those, that. And those are like three thousand dollars a month. And I'm saying like shit. Like what school costs more than that? <laughs> so as I said, it, it's got to be something like that. It's got to be something like that. But you know, to each his own, man. To each his own. So I got a couple. Oh, yeah. oh, go ahead. So, so, no, no, I got a couple. I got a couple more things, man. So I got some birthdays. Uh, D'Angelo, J. Dilla, uh, Cameron. Uh, got Damn. some. Uh, so I got 
So um, I got some uh, albums. Uh, Erica Badu Baduism actually dropped today, February 11, 1997. Um, our favorite, well, one of my favorites, uh, great favorite. I don't know, I don't know about you. So uh, Kanye West, um, College yeah. Dropout, February 10, 2004. Yeah, one of my favorites. Um, um, yeah, and um, unfortunately, we got some deaths, man. So um, uh, big pun. Uh, February uh, February 7th You know uh, That was his anniversary uh, James DeWitt Yancey uh, I mean um, Otherwise known as Jay Dilla uh, February 10th 2006 I just I just said That was his birthday On February 7th So actually he You know he passed A couple days after His birthday in 2006 And uh, Love Bug Scar- uh, Love Bug Starsky Man February 8th A couple days ago This year 2018 uh, man, Yo uh, God bless the dead To all Absolutely. those We've lost and blessings on their families and all that good shit. Nothing but good, good things to come comes to them. Hopefully, absolutely. Right. That's it. Right. That's what I got. All right. all right, man. Let's keep it moving, man. Yo, today we are doing our, our one of our final retro pieces. Now I know we ain't released an episode in a minute, but they all going to get dropped at once. Our final retro piece. We're going to end it off with Nas. Life is good. I think this is one of his most underrated albums. A lot of cats slept on Nas. Life is good. Oh my God. 2012. But a lot of cats slept on this. A lot of cats were mad at Nas because he put out a uh, hip hop is dead. And a lot. I of thought it was good. I thought hip hop was dead. I thought it was great. I thought it was good. Cats were not happy when he put out hip hop is dead. That that untitled album is where he he messed up. That Untitled album wasn't that good. But Hip Hop is Dead was pop. Now, see, I disagree, y'all. I think Untitled was dope, too. Cat slept on Untitled. So, so okay, so you thought... So, if you think Untitled was good, what you think about Street's Disciple? That was bad. Okay. I was, I was like, I had to be. That, that, was, that, was, that wasn't that good. Bad. Come on, man. We're not going to tear Nas down right now, man. We're going to... I'm going to delete all that. So... <laughs> Now we here to review Nas's album, yo. Uh, Life is good, 2012. Yeah, I mean, it was a fucking great album. I think it's a very underrated album by Nas. And I uh, just, you know, I mean, I really wanted to do this album. Uh, something that really sparked the battery in my back. I didn't want to do Illmatic because I think Illmatic's been broken down to death. But I wanted to do a retro yes. review involving Nas. And Illmatic, you know, it just got it just hit 20 years. Nas did his live performance on PBS with a uh, with the live band like the National Orchestra, which was amazing. I don't know if y'all caught that or y'all watched that. It's so stream, stream I forgot that. to watch it. I forgot to watch it. I, I, I have the I have it I have it saved on my computer, but I'm gonna watch it in a minute. Yeah, that joint that joint is amazing. It's super dope. Just uh, it's more of a documentary style with the live songs in between. It was just dope. But today, we'll be coming at y'all, Nas, Life is Good, the Deluxe Edition, you know what I mean, full album, retro review, and uh, what's some call it, man, yo, alright, so, Soul, man, 2012, man, where were you at 2012? Uh, where was I at 2012? I was, uh, I was working the Target. I actually remember seeing this album on the shelves when it first dropped. It's free chill, so it's... So what what was your feelings of uh, Nas' "Life Is Good" when this joint dropped? Um, a lot of it I kind of just sped through at first. There was only like maybe like 
a few tracks that really stuck with me when I first gave it a listen to back then. I feel you. I feel you. I think Nas was one of them. I wasn't a big Nas person. You were younger too, so the the Nas vibe could have missed you easily. Yeah, yeah. It kind of did. Especially in those younger years when, like, you only saw, like, you didn't see a lot of Nas on the TV. You hear a lot of them. You only heard, like, a couple of his big singles, but then he stopped making music like that. Book man, 2012. Yeah. Now, where you at? What's happening? Life is good. So I was um, I was living in Nutley, New Jersey, and um, you know I was this this was my album I listened to literally every day taking the train to New York. Like I would I was this all I would bang. And when it came out, like oh. I didn't play anything else. <laughs> That's really, that's really, that's really all it was. This was this this whole album was on repeat. That's how much I liked it. This is the perfect album. Just riding the locomotive while you ride yeah. the train. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For me, life is good. Uh, two, two, 2012, I was like uh, just ending my stints of traveling back and forth to the Netherlands, working. So I was like really home, and to get this Nas album, just to kind of kind of settle me back in yeah i thought it was i thought it was perfect i thought it was super dope yo not nas life is good and uh a lot of shit on here that's like i didn't appreciate initially and then as years went by and i experienced more it's like i'm getting more and more out of this album even even like to this day like us me going back and listening to it now in preparation for the review you know what i mean Just pulling a lot more out of it like oh shit I, I was like it's like originally i wasn't really feeling that song but now that i've grown up a little more it's like oh shit i love this song yeah yeah i mean like one of the songs i will say honestly yo uh cherry wine with uh amy winehouse oh my god like, you didn't like that mm-hmm. I wasn't you didn't like that one <laughs> i wasn't what? feeling it well, I've never been an Amy Winehouse fan, but then I, oh. I I got into I've gotten into I got into Amy Winehouse like listening to her music. I watched a documentary on a documentary on her about maybe three years ago, maybe four. And then I got into her music, and now that I'm into her music, I like her sound. I never used to like her sound. So to have her start a track was always kind of like, because eh, I didn't like her voice. But now, I, 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 I could see that. I could see that. Like, so now the song feels better to me. Right. Yeah. But uh, now, nah, man, let's not let's not hold it up, man. You were gonna get right into it, man, yo, with no introduction. Now, man, straight up, no introduction. You get the nice soft piano keys with the uh with the crowd cheering in the background. I mean, and, and like this is this is Nas. Like the beat starts building up, and then the bars just like you know you get a. It's almost like thunder, like the thunder clapping. Yeah. And then, uh, and and then the bars just he just comes in and just straight spitting. And this is probably the most relatable record for me because I was that kid, you know, who got free lunch. And decided, you know what I mean, got tired of being broke, got tired of being uh, struggling, uh, even though I didn't, you know what I mean, it's one of them things where it's like, 
we knew that we were struggling. We just acted like we wasn't. Yeah. And I, I was that dude. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm decided, you know, you decide to stay full or instead of stall. So, and I started making stupid decisions based off of that. So, no introduction just like spoke to me right off the bat. But, uh, what you call it? Book, man, what you got, man? No introduction. This is probably one of them. This is, this is top three, probably my favorite nine songs of all time. Like, I don't. There's not too much more that's above this one. And it's you know it might be it might be my favorite one. I'm not even going front. Um, but yeah, so this 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 is one of my favorites. Um, the bars just silly on this one. Um, the sample was crazy. I love when I love when hip hop uh, folks use gospel samples for some reason. Maybe because I grew up in gospel music. Yeah. But I like when they do that. I mean, it it makes it it, it brings another uh, dimension to it to me. Um, this is Kirk Franklin's Don't Cry. Like, it's, like this is a... Kirk Franklin's Don't Cry is a really good song. If you haven't heard it, listen to it. You will hear the sample all over. Really good. Especially toward the end of it, when they really get into it. Really good. Um, my favorite verse of this one is the second verse. I remember early morning served sandwiches, sugar water. I, like, that's my favorite. Like, that's my... This, 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 that verse is my favorite verse. And then uh, the part where he says, um, uh, Brazilian women on Zanny's, they're pulling off pennies. I'm pushing 40. She only 21. Don't applaud me. I'm exhausted, G. Like, that yeah. one right there, like, that one made it, like, cause, yeah, right? But, <laughs> right? But, like, people, people always, uh, people always, um, like, like, big up cats for, like, you know, you old and you got a young chick and you got multiple chicks, but they tired, bruh. They beat. They can't keep up with this. They can't keep up with them young chicks and drinking and going to the club and ha- doing all that. They're trying to be at the crib. And he's like telling you right now, like, no. Like, this, like I'm trying to chill and she's trying to have fun. <laughs> my, fun is, my fun is on my couch. <laughs> so, yeah, man. I, this, this, this is... I love this song, man. I can't say, but I can't say enough about it, really. Soul man, what's good with it, man? Uh, this is a super dope track, super, super grand. I love all of it—the piano, the drums. I like the, I like the uh, line that he said in the first verse. He was like, uh, "I'll just forgive him, though, either that or the pistol blow." Oh yeah. 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 No, just talking about where he's coming from. Too many quotes. Came up from the struggle. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them. Word up, word up. Now, I, th- I thought this record was, uh, I'm trying to think what, um, when he says, uh, what's it called? Talking to Biggie in his Lex truck. Say, stay fly with bummy. Stay fly with bummy. Keep your pajamas on my. Yo, yeah. and that was not the mantra back in the day. It's like, I'm just going yes. to the quick. Get fresh. Oh, my goodness. That was crazy. Gotta be fresh. <laughs> I'm just walking to the corner store, but my, my white tee gotta be clean. I gotta that be was- fresh. That was crazy. <laughs> this just made so much sense to me. Once I heard that, it's like, is this why I had to be fresh? Because yeah. Biggie way back when. Way back when. Yeah. Like even like that just blew my mind, man. But yo, man, let's uh, let's keep it moving, yo. We're gonna get right into a uh, Loca Motive featuring Large Professor. Book man, what you got on it, Locomotive? Um, this was a this was a pretty cool track. I mean, like, Nas is really good at this nostalgic, 
you know, gritty New York sound sometimes. This isn't my favorite song on the album, but I um I uh, I appreciate what he did with it. You know what I'm saying? Like um I like the part it's, it's at the end of the song and it's a really like under the under the radar lie. And he says, "It's ghetto is ghetto beef sinister niggas snicker through yellow teeth." Um and that one right like that that line right there really bugged me out because if you ever watch like a um like a, a old car old cartoon or like an old movie where the bad guy they always got yellow teeth and they always got this silly laugh and like that one that one that one that one bought it out for me so I I, I like that one. Uh, so man, what you got on this record, Locomotive? Um, I don't got very much on it. Honestly, he's killing it lyrically. Obviously, he's always doing that. I thought the beat was super dope. I like the uh, piano in it. I like the uh, I like the train car sounds that he uses. Make it sounds like he's like telling a story to you right there on the tracks and shit. Word up, word up. Nah, yo, uh, for me, man, yo, this record, yo, this record was hard. I fucking love this record. Uh, when he says, uh, what's we call I rock rubies, amethyst. He put cats on the gemstones they ain't never even heard of before. Right. All them hoteps, it's like, oh, he just put hoteps on their toes. Like, he knows this shit. Like, don't sleep on it. But one of my favorite things that he says is when he says, I've been, uh, I've been rich longer than I've been broke, I must confess. Mm-hmm. Like that's that, that's real. Like just real. That's that's real as hell. Like you gotta confess, yo. I've been rich longer than I've been broke. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. so you got. You know what I mean? I started out broke, got rich, got paper, and and you know went back. But uh, to me, like the, he was just it's just raw it's, and it's real, and he really. I I always say it, I'm a real visual dude, and I just see the visuals of this kind of, of this kind of record. And you got yeah. a large professor in the background just accenting everything, just shit talking, and it's uh it's dope. Uh, when he, his bar, his bar is about the pizza, uh, the pizza burning the roof of his mouth. Mouth, like yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I remember all that. I've done that. I've been there, leaving the pizza yeah, spot on yeah. the plane. Mm-hmm. Just get that fresh ass hot slice. Hell yeah, that shit used to happen. It's like, yo, I remember all of this thing. This was me. I wasn't in Queensbridge, but I can relate. That's why I love Nas all the time. I think he's so much more relatable than Jay-Z was for me. You know what I mean? But, uh, what's it called? Yeah, man, but nah, that's, that's, uh, for me, that's local, that's locomotive, man. Another, another good line that I like from that track is, uh, he goes, I know you think my life is good because of the diamond piece, but my life been good since I started finding peace. Word up. Word up. Uh, what's it called? But now, yo, we're going to move right into the next track, man. A Queen's Story. Book, man, what you got on a Queen's Story? Yeah. Right, so, Book, you're going to bring us in, yo, on a, on a Queen's Story. So, a Queen's Story is, uh, <clears throat> it's more of like, it's like a, it's like a continuation of, uh, of the last of Locomotive to me. It's like this, the, these, those could, those could have been two, like just one song. It didn't need to be two songs, in my opinion. Um, it's kind of, it has the same feel. Seems like he's talking about the same thing, like two times in a row. Um, so, Qu- Queen Story was most likely was pretty much a skip for me. You know, I mean, it, it was still, it's 
Yeah, it was pretty much. I mean, because because I heard because I heard locomotive, and that was that was like that's all I needed. And then I get Queen Story. It had the same exact feel to it, two songs in a row. So I was I was like, okay, well, let me move on to the next one. Oh man, nah, man, I gotta disagree, man. Queen Story had, uh, I think it was, uh, I think it's one of the most compelling records. Mm-hmm. Uh, on and, and of Esco's of his whole career, not just this album, just really? the way he, just the way he attacks this this uh, production. His I give you that though. I'll definitely it's incredible. The story he's telling, about, it's so fanciful. The beat itself, it sounds like something out of mm-hmm. it's like some of Wizard of Oz. Yeah, this is so bro. Like and then that third verse with the classicals, bro. What what composer is that? I have no clue, but book. I think you're bugging that this was good <laughs> for you. He that was this. The, so that was uh. I said, come on. <laughs> yeah, Bruh, that, 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 that that was not my favorite one, man. And then when he get he gives you a little bit of yo. This uh, this is a thief thing. Play me tonight. That don't act right. Like he gives you a little bit of that. Oh, yeah. bro. My, 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 my favorite part, uh, my favorite part when he keeps, uh, when he says, put your glass high if you made out the stash spot and to tell a story and celebrate the glory. That's my favorite part of the song. Mm-hmm. I love that bar. That's my favorite part of the song. But like, other than that, I mean, this was, this is, this wasn't my one. I like, I, li- I like a uh, local moment better than this. And this is not my favorite, granted, but it's super tough. Yeah. This is one of my favorites just in terms of like, just him spitting over, like I said, this old mythical beat this is some old happy hogwarts type shit you know what still blows my mind yo going back to this album listening to it again with the knowledge that i know now i know now that Nas just writes he doesn't write to a beat yeah, he just writes yeah yeah he just it's, yeah, very, he just it's very it's very evident on certain it's not some of these songs yeah he, he just writes and it's up to the producer to make the beat fit his record yeah which yeah can be very annoying. He, I guess right he's now. he's like the apple of rappers. <laughs> <laughs> make it work. I got back. this rap make song for you. I need you to put a beat around it. Oh man, but yeah, but now yo we gonna move yo man. But the ending of this track yo it sets us up perfectly to go into the next record, which um I just uh oh man was just speaking <coughs> generations I think. To, to everybody, yo, we're gonna go right into it, man. Track number four Accident Murderers featuring Rick Ross. Man, you know, I ain't even gonna start because I'm, I'm gonna monopolize. Go, mm-hmm. go ahead, so go ahead, Accident Murderers. I'm gonna let Soul go. Man, what, what can be said about Accident Murderers? Like you said, Joe, the, the, for starters, the title speaks for itself. Man, so many people get gunned down. From just people not knowing what they're doing out there in these streets. And that's what Nas is definitely talking about in this track. Like, oh. the the part, like, you took your life with him. The part about it is that you was alright with him. If that was all, like, on accident. Oh, man. Bruh. This record right here. This record is super powerful. I, w- I wish... I wish he would do like a 20th edition re-release of this album just so that way cast can listen to that track. I need to hear this track. Accident Murderers just speaks volumes. I don't know how many cats 
that claim bodies that they caught by I know like four cats that claim bodies that they caught by accident. Are you accidentally catch up? Man, just waiting. Stupid. Yeah, you know I mean they just spraying and they claim bodies that they that they got, you know, by accident. You know what I mean? I thought this joint was phenomenal. This record was super dope. Book man, what you got on this record before I I, I can't keep going on. I gotta give you a chance. I'm I mean uh this 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 was a this is a you no no. Not, <laughs> you not not to say that. <laughs> this this was this was a really good track. I listened to this one on repeat a lot. Um Rick Ross killed it. So that's it, so so what's crazy what's crazy, right? Is Rick Ross definitely killed it. But he but Nas Nas had more of a theme with his in my opinion. Like Rick Ross oh, yeah. did, Rick Ross did Rick Ross, but Nas <laughs> Now I stayed on topic with this. Ain't that what Rick Ross do though? When I saw Rick Ross was that I was like, oh shit, he not gonna know how to. I was like, Rick Ross is one of the dudes that Nas is talking about. Rick Ross. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was but his job. But his first line, I really like it. Uh, we grew up doing graffiti. Now hollow heads getting hollow heated. Hollow heads getting like, heated. That that that. I mean. To me, that that all that that speaks to a lot of people, man. Like you can grow up with somebody, man, and you could move far, so far apart from somebody where you're trying to take each other out, like literally. And uh, yeah, it's 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 just amazing how that how life works like that, where you know you cool one minute and you could be you could be cool for years, bro. You can be cool for like 15 years with somebody. You can grow up through elementary school with somebody, and you know, next thing you know, you you they enemy and like. Maybe you take one year away from them, and take a couple months away from them, and you the enemy, man. Like cause they change and get around different folks, and that's it. That deal. And uh, you know, it's it was it was definitely definitely a good track. Um, I, I mean, I I loved it to say the least. Cool, cool, cool. I bet. Now that's what's up. That's what's up, man. Now we're gonna keep it moving, man. We're gonna get right into the next track, man. Uh, Nas, man, with daughters. Which this is, is uh, this for you. Was this the lead single off the album? I think this was. This was the. It was one of them. Yes. The Don was the lead single off the album. Daughters was the second single off this album. But daughters, man, for my brothers with daughters, I caught. My daughter was born 2012. Oh yeah. That's it. Like Nas gave me the anthem that terrified the fuck out of me. I bet. <laughs> being a dad to a girl i'm like oh my god i can't do this when he says yo uh she put some she put a box of condoms on the shelf and then she instagrammed it i said oh i can't deal with that shit it's yeah. like I don't, want, I don't want that i don't want that in my life man but uh just like i said just another another record of him with phenomenal storytelling you know which when he says you know Homie in jail, dead dad. Wait till he come home. Let me see where his head's at. Don't shit like that. Like, uh, you know, I, I, I know she's seen me with all these women. So if if a if her man is a thug, I can't be mad. I love him. Never for her. I want better. Homie in jail. Like, just dope ass record. It's phenomenal. Spoke to me. But uh, book man, what you, what you thinking about this? Um, I like the part when he said, uh, "Should have drove." Uh, should have drove, uh, drove, uh, spent more time going to school with her. I'm too loose with her. I'm too cool with her. Should have dropped. I thought I dropped enough jewels on her. And 
like that right there is really like really really important to me because like you can't you can be cool with your kids you just can't be too cool with your kids you know so you gotta you're like you're still, yeah that's, that's it's a message very here. fine line and it's a that to me that was a really good message because i was like yeah like you like my, my me and my son we had a good relationship right I don't have a daughter, so I don't, I don't got to deal with none of this shit that he talked about in this song. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but, but that line spoke to me. It was like, you know, I can't be, like, me and my son can have a great relationship. We can be cool. He can, we can talk about things. He can talk to me about things. And I could, and I could talk and I could drop jewels on him and put knowledge to him. But I still, at the same time, got to make sure that I stay dad. You know what I'm saying? Got to stay dad at all times. You know what I'm saying? And it's, um, you know, it's, it's, and it, and you know, staying dad comes with some shit that you don't like, and that shit that you don't like is the kid don't tell you everything. You gotta be okay with that. <laughs> word up, word up, uh, soul man. What you got on this record? Um, man, this is a dope track. It's really, really impactful. Like, I don't got a kid, but I understand the message. Like, especially for him. Because he's raising his daughter pretty much by himself through a lot of it. So there's like a lot of things that he has to go through. Like, great. I feel, I feel your pain. I personally feel your pain. Because I, I, I would not be able to do it, yo. If I had a daughter, she'd be locked up in a bubble up in the crib for all eternity. Fucking <laughs> have a little chamber door I could open up just for food to go in. Food and drink. That's it. Dang, bro. Too small for hands. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah, man. Pour it up. Nah, I feel you. I feel you, man. But nah, but he's a phenomenal storyteller. Oh, that's it. I'm done, I guess. It's cool, man. We're going to uh, move in. Yo, man, we're going to get right into the next track, man. Pick up the pace a little bit. We got a lot of records to cover in a, in a little bit of time. Uh, reach out, Mary J. Blige. All right. I hear Reach Out, Mary J. Blige. It's a pure spitter record again. I can't help but compare it to uh, like Jay Z with "Can't Knock the Hustle." Oh my God, is that that? This is all I get from it. Like, all I get like from this, it. That's hmm. a he, he did it. He, he I, I said that when he first came out with this. I was like, he trying to compete with Jay Z, son. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Come on, the beef was still on with life during life is good. The beef was yeah. still on. Yes, the beef was still on. <laughs> Hold on, let me see. One of the strongest rap beefs ever. I can't believe that. Let me see. Hold on. What's that song that came out? Black Republican? No, you know what? Nah, it was over. Because the Black Republic, uh, Hip Hop is Dead, that, that came out on. Okay. And that was 2006. Because Black Republican, uh, actually one of my friends from college made that made that track. Grammy nominated uh, producer, Earth? Wildfire. Yep. He's, he's wow. Wild. Well, yeah, I like I met him through I met him through another friend that do music, and you know he you know he used to be around from time to time, talk to him every now and then. But um, yeah, so he he ended he ended up you know doing doing really well for himself in music. Hell yeah, Grammy nominated. Yeah. But yeah, so this 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 was definitely like I I, I feel you, Greg. This was hundred percent. You know, can't knock the hustle part two, so. <laughs> I can't even say part two. This was like, like, can't knock the hustle was 1A, and this is like 1B. Yeah. Like, this is like, can't knock the hustle reprise. Yeah, this is yeah. like, one. It's like, can't knock the hustle A, and can't knock the hustle 1. They right there. Like, 
street anthem, old school style. Mm-hmm. Super. And the piano keys playing in the backdrop, like this joint was sick. Yeah, that sample, that sample is, is silly. What a sample. Word up, word up. Uh, Soul Man got anything actually you want to put in there? I have uh, Tab Mary on the hook. I thought that was really dope, too. And, that, and, that, and that's what bring it home for me. Yeah, Mary is the queen of hip hop soul, man. Whatever she gets on, yo, it's just like an instant classic. Um, but uh, what's we called, man? Alright, yo, now let's keep it. Uh, we'll keep it moving, man. Right into the next, the next record, World and Addiction, and this is featuring Anthony Hamilton. Now this is a real, this is a real like. Uh, Pace changer for the album, but uh, yeah. Soul Man, what you got on Worlds and Addiction? Yeah, it, uh, it really slowed it down. I thought the intro was like super, super powerful, but in all honesty, this track was one of the skips for me, probably because it dropped the tempo so quick and it dropped the pace for the album so quick. Wow, but it wasn't one of my favorites. Oh man, nah, uh, I, I gotta say, man, I, I loved. Uh, I think Nas. I think the change of pace was definitely perfect timing. You know, because it's almost like, oh man, it's going too good. Yeah, now we gotta depress the fuck out of you. So it's like life. Life is going too good. It's time for you to have a bad day. You know what I mean? Uh, Worlds in addiction. I think it enters a, a a new territory for Nas. You know, as he gets he gets. Uh, more conscious I think than he's ever been and with thought provoking rhymes and I think the instrumental is very somber the strings and the, he brings strings to the forefront I don't think we've ever heard that kind of shit from Nas before but I, no. I, I, you know, I think it's one of Nas's most best produced albums yeah that. it's one of his most complex uh, pieces yeah this is definitely one of his best produced albums motherfuckers couldn't shit on Nas for picking bad beats when it came to this album and I think every beat fit every record. Uh, I think Anthony Hamilton's performance on this record was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's call it? Uh, and I, I just think at that time Anthony Ham- Hamilton's vocals they were they were just a perfect fit. All day. Uh, I mean he can he can he can have did he can have did better on the vocals. The only person he could have got that to do better on these vocals was like Akon or somebody like that. No, Akon would have ruined it. No, you, you think so? That, like, you need that that raspy. Life Jennings is the only other oh, voice. You want that? That's yeah. the guy. That's the guy. You're so that's right. That's the guy. That's the. That's guy. the only other type of voice that can yes. do. For this kind of track. Yes. Hell yeah. That's the guy. Life Jennings is probably still too clean. Like like Life mm-hmm. Jennings would probably would have did way better. I don't know if he would have did way better than Anthony Hamilton, but he would have did damn good though. I, th- I yeah, at this that. time, <laughs> at, at, at 2012, it's between Life Jennings and Anthony Hamilton. Yeah. If I'm picking anybody, nobody now, else. I want Ty Dolla Sign on this song. Ty Dolla Sign's on everything. <laughs> Shout out for him on everything. <laughs> but he's that good. <laughs> Tell me yo, if you had to pick Nas to have somebody do this look right now. Ty Dolla Sign, Ty Dolla Sign or Khaled would be the only two cats. I will pick Khaled over Ty Dolla. Yeah, Khalid. Yeah. Mhm. Alright, alright. Nah, that's cool. But uh, what's going on, man? Uh, Bookman, uh, Bookman, did you say your piece on this record? Um, this was definitely this. I'm, I'm with so this was. Um, it wasn't a skip for me, but it's definitely a big pace changer. Um, this is definitely one of this is definitely a really conscious track. Um, I like some of the stuff that he's talking about on this one. 
Um, but you know, like I said, this this was this was one of those take it or leave it for me. One like depending on if I'm feeling it. I knew you would like it great, but this one this one was you know if I'm feeling yes record. I know you I knew you would love this one, but for me this one is you know if I'm feeling it cool. If I'm not done. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Now we're gonna move right into the next joint. Summer on Smash. Bad bitches, champagne wishes. Instant skip. Instant. Instant. Oh my god! What? Oh my god! What? The moment I Is heard it instant skip. Champagne skip. The moment I heard Miguel bad bitches champagne skip. I was done. Next record. Didn't even want to hear. I didn't even give it a try. Not until review and not until prepping to review this album did I listen to this whole song. Wow. Oh. And it's still a skip. I do not like this record. Wow. Anybody, book, go in on it. Oh my <laughs> God. But this, yo, but this is this like, right here. Like, like anything, most, most stuff with Swiss beats, I'm always about. But, yeah, uh, I like Swiss. But the, but the hook, the summer spans, and the, how you, how you take the damn, uh, the, like everything out and keep the drums, like, that is yeah, nasty, son. yeah, yeah. The hook is where it's at, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand I, how I don't understand how you don't like it, but you know. I, I feel like it's. A, I feel like they tried to recreate the Uchiwali vibe, and it just didn't work for me. You you know what it was? This is bad placement. Like he comes right after World. Yeah, and I was gonna say the arrangement of this album goes to shit after um after Reach Out. I think the arrangement of this album is all over the place. I could keep doing that. Like it just goes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm I'm gonna make you feel everything. Yeah, like I, it's too all over the place. It's like I don't know how I, I get so I get lost in my feels after uh after track number seven. It's like it's everywhere. And, yeah. Uh, uh, I can't handle it. But I just I really really you know that might be one of my issues. I can't go from worlds uh worlds in addiction. The summer on Smash. Hey, you, you can't try and pick me that far back up after bringing me that far down. Yeah, you don't want me to. You don't want me down to like one, two. You can't try and bring me back up to ten right away. You got. I need. I need a five in there. Sneak a five in there somewhere. Yeah, man. But uh, Soul Man, what you think about this record, man? Summer on Smash. Um. Yeah, I, th- I thought the beat was really dope. You know, it's a it's a party track. One of those party tracks. Sounds like something that you'd hear on like a boat somewhere, like on Bugs Yacht. Wait, what's going with that yacht party, though? <laughs> Yo, this summer, right? <laughs> We're not, not going all white, though, right? Because that's just whack. I like, yeah, I, like uh, I like going red. I like red. All red? red. All red, baby, but no denim on the seats, man, because you're going to need a towel. Ride yeah. you through the city. You know how you do it. Nah, it does. There you go. Yo, we gonna keep it. We gonna keep this moving, man. Yo, we gonna move right into uh, you wouldn't understand, featuring Victoria Monet. Now, see again. Tell me you like go, this one. Oh, I love this joint. I love this record. Yeah. But bug, you can start us off with it. Go ahead, cause I know this is your type of record. So I love this. So I love this one. The beat is the beat is crazy. Um, so what's great, what's funny about this, right? So I always thought this about this song and um, Queen Story, right? The beats aren't that similar, but they, to me they kind of sound similar. They kind of like a stick. They kind of like these story movie tracks, 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're whimsical movie tracks. And um, I love this one, but I'm not, you know, Queen Stories, you know, eh, I'm, I'm, I'm all right with it. Um, but yeah, this one, this one I like. Um, I like the, I like the second verse when he says, "You ever been on the end of end of a end of a Robert Revolver? Not me. Revolver. Call me Lucky Nas Castellana, or been shot in the medulla in, in, in the medulla abangada and survived and praise <laughs> God with a bullet. I never collided like that. Like when he talks about stuff like that, it makes me like, dang, bro. Like dude has really he grew up <clears throat> grew up in the projects. You know what I'm saying? In a Queensbridge, and he managed. You know what I'm saying? Somehow, to to navigate his way through some of these crazy situations, you know what I'm saying, and not have to deal with certain things. And I think right now he's trying to he's like figuring out like how <laughs> how did how, how did yeah. I make it and the dude next to me didn't. You know, like yeah. what like what what were we both doing? Like we were both doing the same thing, but I was doing something slightly different, and that was that was the that was the difference. So, I you know that I like that part of that song. Nah, that's that's dope. That's what's up. Nah, man. Nah, that me, is super crazy. For me, listen, is one the hook is the, I think the hook is so dope. This nice clean vocals, uh, and just what she's saying. Where I'm, uh, just where I'm from. Like the whole hook is, is just dope. I can't even I can't even place it right now in my head. But the way the hook this the hook fits uh, for me, I listen to this record, and I feel like Nas is starting to understand. That it's uh like the meaning of it, it's better it's better to burn out than to fade away. Like this kind of like your coast you, you know what I mean you know you're not fading away but you're slowly burning out so you're appreciated while you're there you understand the difference. Right. I'll say y'all lost me y'all can't hear me I, I went too. That whole phone. thing was lost. Now what I'm saying is I think I think like with this record Nas is beginning to understand the difference between burning out and fading away, and why burning out is a little is, is, is like it's better to just kind of slowly like take it like take your foot off the gas rather than you're fading away into nothingness. You, you've been going for so long, catches you become irrelevant. All right, man, fuck it, man. Yo, we gonna keep it moving. Yo, let's keep yo. Let's go move right into uh into back when. And this is uh, got a nice little MC Light sample. Bug man, what you got on man? Back when this was um one of my favorite ones. Um, Nas is one of my favorite rappers when it comes to reminiscing on shit. He's really good at it. And this is this song is no no different. You know, he basically reminisces on you know you know how he grew up and. Know how the how the how the days were back you know back back when he was growing up and coming along and coming up in hip hop and um you know it's he's really good at it and it's an awesome song one of my favorites on the album. So man, what you got on back then? Um, I thought this was a dope track. You know, like just like Burke said, he's really good with bringing out that nostalgia. I thought the beat was super crazy. Definitely mastered the art of storytelling. Nah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Nah, for Hello. me, yo, same y'all. What happened, book? No, go ahead, go ahead. I, I, I'll get on. Go ahead. 
Oh no, I was saying, yo, for me, for me, it was the uh, same thing, man. I think uh, I, re- yo, the hook, the hook is dope. I love the sample. I think it's just a, a pure uh, mm-hmm. spit. It's not that long. Uh, I think it's only like three minutes and th- uh, and like twenty seconds. So, or uh, average track, but I think it's just, um, it's this real, it's a nice soulful ballad. It's got a, uh, the classic Nas flow with a nice, I think it's a nice introduction, uh, and. But but still, I, I I always wonder about like I wonder about placement. Like, could he have placed it better when it comes to the rest of the records on the album? But that's about it. But uh, book man, what you got on it? Um, the uh, the one thing I always um <clears throat> always quote from this song is uh it say in the second verse he says Nas my real name stage name same thing how could you let these lames clan king I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that part. I especially like the part where he says my real name, stage name, same thing. And it's like basically he's saying that I didn't have to put out, put, put on the front like I was something I wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Like I told you my name and that's been, that's been what y'all been calling me. Y'all ain't have to call me Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like it's like it was it, it's y'all, call, y'all call me by my real name. No, no, not a, it's not a J shot. It's basically a shot at people who pretend to be something that they're not. You know what I'm saying? That, I don't think it's a J. Sh- I don't think I don't think uh, having a stage name is a bad thing. He's basically saying that you know if you if you if you if you have a stage name, you can hide behind that. You can you have a persona that you can go behind and say I am this when you're really not. Uh, I feel you. I feel he can't hide behind shit. His name is Nas, and y'all been calling him Nas. And you can look up anything, and it's, if, if it's Nasir Jones, it's him. You know? And it's him. It's in your face. Yep. I feel you. I feel you. Uh, yeah, but now, yo, let's get right into the next record, man, which was the big single off this album. Insanity. The Dumb. Nas. The Dumb. Bug, man, go ahead. What you got on Nas? I mean, you want to talk about attacking a track. <laughs> I mean, loaded this shit. Now, you want to talk about attacking a track. I mean, the, so I don't even like samples like this, but the sample was crazy. I mean, he just, he literally demolished this track. And I don't know if anybody else that did it justice. Like Hell he no. Did it. Like, no. I don't think anybody. You know who I want to hear on this record with Nas? Who? Ghostface Killer. I don't even think he would do it, bro. Like I like I love I Ghostface. I love Ghostface. Killer would snap on this record. Man. I think Ghost could do it. But 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 for real, man, though, this is like Nas album done. That record he put on Khaled's on Khaled's album reminded me of this. Yeah. Like it's just like he just went in. Like Heavy D gave him this beat. Uh, he, he he says it in the track. Yo, Heavy D, God bless his dad. Heavy D gave his beat to Salam for me to rap to. But uh, he shouts out the uh, army jacket with the square top hat and all that kind of shit. Super mm. reminiscent, uh, you know, throwback and just just little hardcore spitting raw, like take no breaths type of shit. But uh, this shit, this shit is a super dope. But uh, Soul Man, what you got on this record? No, no, this is a super dope beat. Super dope spitter. He's killing it all the way through. Uh, what do you say? Hold on, let me run it back real, real quick. And he says this one thing. The long cash get the baddest bitches out their jeans. 
So that was tough. Yeah. yeah. I like how he uh I like how he uh says that he abstains from like lean and promethazine. I'm writing that verse as well. Trying to trying to keep motherfuckers off of that shit because that's when it really started getting big. Oh my goodness! Around 2012. Yeah. That's true for real. I like when that uh that keyboard came in on it. Oh, I thought that was down. yeah. I love that shit. Yo. Hell yeah! That was sick. That was super sick. But now, nah, man, uh, what's some call it, man? Let's uh let's keep it moving, yo. We're gonna move right into the next record. Another one featuring Large Professor. With stay, big slowdown record, big slowdown record. Bug man, what you got on stay? Yo, so <clears throat> stay is one. Uh, I think it's produced by No ID. Um, and the the one the thing that really caught me about this album about this song was the second verse, uh, where he's basically talking about um talking about uh you know somebody that's his rival, you know, and it's like you know. It's, it's it's really it in this in this uh, verse he talks a lot of, it, he talks about love, but it's a lot about respect. Like I need you to be here so that you know I can I can do what I gotta do. And like they 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 need the co they need to be there so they can coexist, you know, in, in the same space. But they want to kill each other at the same time. And it's it's, just, it's it's such a it's such a really complex thing that's that goes on in every hood in america and you know that's that that's the that's the verse that really got me yeah no i feel you i felt like that verse i know exactly what you're talking i felt like that verse was like straight up for uh almost like for, if him and jay-z was still beefing i would have thought this was a record for jay yeah mm-hmm. when it came to that what, what does he say uh then I'm looking for a way. I'm actually looking for it so I can say it right. Like I felt bad. Uh, I felt bad. Wait, wait. Do I got love for you? I might kill you, but do I got love for you? Love for yeah. you. Oh man, that shit was real. That yeah. shit was so real. Last month, uh, I even bucked at you. Uh, you got locked. I felt bad. Wait, do I got love for you? Yeah. Like that real Like I felt bad. Like yeah. Wait. Do I got love for you? I might kill you, but do I got love for you? Yeah. I want you six feet under soil, but at the same time, I want you here to witness me while you in misery. Yeah. We hate each. We hate each other, but love. But it's love. What's uh? What a thug mystery. Like that. Yeah. Little. Grouping right there. That's that exactly and for me, that's my favorite part of this of this record. Yeah. Mhm. Like, cause one one is it's, it's pettiness at at its prime. As a put Yeah. Like I hate you, but I want you here so you can see me shine. Yeah. Like this. Is so say hating this confused as admiration. Yes. I love, love that line. This is a dope track. Yeah. I mean, and it bugs the lady killer pushing the Bentley truck now, like Nas says in the record. But <laughs> <laughs> man, we're gonna keep this uh man, let's let's keep this joint moving, man. We're gonna move right into the next record, man. With uh Cherry Wine featuring Amy Winehouse. So, man, you wanna start us off with Cherry Wine? Um yeah, sure I can actually. Uh first off, this is probably one of my favorite tracks on the album. 
don't know. I've been a fan of Amy Winehouse for a minute. So I thought the hook was really dope. I thought the beat was really dope. It fits her. Well, I guess it has to fit her since they just wrote it around Nas's concept for the song. But um, the first verse really uh speaks to me because I feel like I'm still like looking for that. You feel me? Yeah. Because like we all, I mean, y'all, y'all done. Y'all got y'all. Y'all got y'all queens. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, I just think I just think it's like a really dope track because he's like there looking for, you know, the same thing. Looking for someone who's like going to be like down and real and like with it instead of some more craziness. Yep. I thought the horns are tough. This whole beat is just like it's beat, incredible. It's crazy. Hell yeah, hell yeah. But a book, man, what you got on this record, man? Um, this is like Soul Sad, man. This is one of my favorites off the album. Um, I wasn't always a big fan of Amy Winehouse. It's like you great. But, um, you know, I, 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 I grew to be a really big fan of hers. Um, and it was a song, it was a song that she uh, made called uh, Valerie. And she was a remake. Mm-hmm. I love Valerie, she, bro. She, I mean, like she, like that song made me realize how actually. I mean, and she's it's so effortless. It's just good. Like you ever see how you ever see how like LeBron James and Kevin Durant just do something, and you'd be like, damn, that was that looked crazy, but they just make it look like it's so easy because they six ten. Yeah, like she yeah. made that song. That song Valerie looked like it was like the simplest thing, but it was so good how she did. I was like, damn. But and this one right here, um, she kills it. And well, not now she kills it too. The beat is amazing. But the part that I really like, the part that I live for when I listen to this song, is the end when she does her scatting. That's that's it for me. I can listen to that part all the day. That's that's the only part that I live for on this. Now, see, I want to hear Nas do a whole album of these kind of records, like when he did the record with uh with uh. Um, Chrisette Michelle, Can't Forget About You. Oh, my God. The one he did with, uh, he, like, like whenever he does these type of records, he gives you one. I love him. And I love him. I would love to hear an album of him on these olden style, uh, tracks. Yeah. And I, I just, I just, I just think it's sick and it's dope, and I, I want more of this. You know what I mean? But now, yo, we're going to, uh, let's keep it, keep it moving, uh, to the next track, man. We're going to go to, uh, Bye Baby, which just comes in, uh, full body, and obviously, this is just straight up the track, uh, for, uh, Khalees. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. he wasted it like, like, he is no if ands, or buts, and it's his song saying bye to Khalees, and how they had it, they lost it. Uh, guess they probably won't have it again, and let's keep it moving. Dope ass record. I like when the beat actually finally comes in. Uh, not dope ass record, and that, that's about it for me, man. Yo, uh, Bookman, what you got on Bye Baby? Um, it was a, it was, it was, a, it was, it was a good track about you know, like you said, his uh, failed marriage to Khalees. Um, beat was really good. Um, you know it. It wasn't that good. I, I don't. I tell you like this. I don't know if it's um that good of a uh, track where I wanted to hear it. 
<laughs> but it still it still sounds good. Really? No, nah, yeah. I thought this one was this one like, was definitely for this album. This, this I think this record was definitely needed. Mm, he, I mean, he 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 addressed it in the first song. He addressed it in, in no introduction when he when he on, on the very last verse when he started talking about you know. Um, the tales you hear is the truth from me, who wasn't the most faithful husband. Unfortunately, I mean, he kind of, he kind of, he kind of whiffed it on that one anyway, too. But you know, this, this one, this one, it was, it was, it was definitely a good song, you know. But you know, I could take it or leave it. Basically, what I'm trying to say. Yeah. All right. All right. Soul man, what you got on it? Um, you know, like you said, like a, like I said, like a book set. I'm sorry. It's you know, I'm talking about his, his sister of marriage. You know, he. They, they did what they did to each other. Not not all things are meant to last sometimes, and it is what it is. I thought it was a dope uh, reconciliation track, a nice closure track. I thought it was really dope. Honestly, I felt like this is where the album should have ended. I thought it would have been perfect right here. It does, the actually. Regular, the regular album does end. <laughs> it does end right there. It's the... Oh, I just I just got the I just got the collector's edition, so like it's just I got them all. I got all the tracks. So. Yeah, the regular, the regular edition does end here. 14. Oh. Broke that don't ball like we ball. Balling. They don't know. We we're on bug level right now. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> and got got the extra album. Yeah, you know I mean, but uh, nah, man, man, I said Bobby. Yeah, we that broke. We gotta do that. Yeah. Compared to Boog, yeah, we're making shilling. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah. I got, I got, I got, I got a plastic baggie full of coins at the end of the week. Yeah, I mean, the, the dude has a McLaren in his garage that we weren't even supposed to be talking about, but since you put it out there, this episode we talking about it. <laughs> McLaren, Bentley truck, and a boat. And y'all see me tweet his backyard, so y'all know this nigga got a boat. <laughs> y'all see me tweet his Bentley truck. So y'all know it's out there. I ain't never he ain't never sent me no pictures of the McLaren yet. I don't even know what color it is. But that shit's out there, B. So y'all don't get fooled. Let's get back to the We're gonna move right into the next record, man, which is the first bonus record with Nasty. Which honestly, I thought this was an old record. You got Ed you got Ed Lover saying, Yo, y'all ready for Nas, y'all ready for Nasty. I thought this was an old record. But this is this is 2012 Nas just spitting. Yeah. yeah. And Lancaster cast know, yo, I still got it, and don't you forget it. Mm-hmm. I really thought it was over. But uh, what's some call, man? Uh, Soul man, what you got on this record? It, no, he he's eating like you said, just pure spitting. It does have that old, that old late '80s. Feel to it, you know. I like you, like you said. It's just not showing off his his lyrical ability. Let cats know, hey man, I can still rock this mic with the best of them. Well, like I don't know why anyone was down with him, even at this time. Yeah, really, cats counted him out for no reason. Word up, word up, book man. What you got on this record? Um, I always thought that if um, if um. They didn't, we didn't have like that uh, that Boogie Down Productions, Queens Bridge Beef. Then KRS One would be on this song too. Oh man! That was, <laughs> oh, Ooh, that I always tough. thought that. Too I always much. thought that. <laughs> that went great. Yeah, that's what I that's what I think about the song. I, I wish KRS One could get on this with Nas, but he can't. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> too much. The world yeah. can't. Yeah, that's all. But this, I mean, and this, and this this song is really that good. Where I mean, like, I don't know too many cats that could just get on this one, but this one, the the beat is crazy. Like, if you if you like eighties, nineties rap, like this is for you. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Anybody who was down with the get down on Netflix, this is your record. You know what I mean, but uh, what's called, man? Let's keep it moving, yo. We're gonna move right into uh, the Black Bond. Uh, Black Bond. Want to start us off, man? Black Bond. Uh, this was uh, this is the one I didn't really like that much, man. Just to be, just to be truth. Um, I pretty much kind of, kind of like how you feel about uh, uh, summer on smash. That's yeah. what I do to this one. <laughs> you know, and I, I mean, I'm not gonna front. That's the same way I feel. I think it's, I think it's a solid regular record. I think it's an average record, more or less. Uh, it's one of those. Uh, I hate to say album filler because yeah. it's actually. Oh, it's a bonus track, so yeah, it is kind of fillerish. Yeah, but it's like, hey, yeah, we need some record. Yeah, we need some records for the bonus for the bonus addiction. Well, hey, give him this. Yeah, give him this one. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's not making it onto any playlist. It's not going to be in any rotation. But it's dope. Yeah, I mean, telling another story. You know what I mean, the soul man. What you got? What you got on it, man? That's it. I, I love the James Bond sample. I think that shit is so cool. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, I give you that. I give you that one. Well, it's the Black Bond. Of course, it's gonna be. A I mean, well, duh, but like, I don't know. I just thought that shit was dope. Yeah. It's real, it's real, it's real suspenseful sounding. Yeah, word up, word up. I give you that. All right, yo, we're gonna keep moving, man. Let's get right into Roses. Very, very somber record, man. I wish this was in the main album, though. I think this. Uh, yeah, this, this could have fit. Summer on Smash. And give us roses? This should have went right after Worlds in Addiction. Put yeah. Summer on Smash, like, right after a Queen story. Or, nah. Nah, right before... By the dawn? You know? Yeah. Back when and all them kind of... It should be that... But yeah, it could have been right there, like, right before that. Yeah. It's good enough to be. Yeah, I mean... Regard, I th- uh, I like the way the samples merge together. Uh, Nas's pen game is still, you know, nasty when when he's spitting. Uh, I think he just hits it on every mark. The piano was just real, uh, real morbid. It's almost like it's haunting you. I mean, uh, did you plan to use that creepy voice for right there? What happened? Did you plan to use that creepy voice for right there? Yeah, man, that's what I was, that's what it was there for. But uh, what's some call it? Soul Man, what you got on this record? Um, yeah, like you said, the beat is the uh, the piano in this beat is actually really morbid and haunting, and I thought that it was really dope. I thought the hook was really really good as well. Like you said, it was good enough to have been on the uh, May album. I thought the hook was dope. Who's this that's singing on it? Doesn't doesn't even around. say. Uh oh, who yeah, who is that? I thought I, I thought I knew the knew the name of the girl that sings that, but I don't know more. That sounds like a up. who's that singer? Nikki Flores. Nikki Flores? Yes. I'm thinking of someone totally different. Oh, okay, well Nikki Flores. I thought she I thought she was a really good choice. Yeah, I like her voice on it. Definitely. Yeah. But uh, book man, what you got on it? Um, this was a really good. I mean, I, like you said, this would this could have definitely been in the main album. 
um, it was really like a, you know, kind of like a cutthroat thing. I mean, it's it's kind of like real life. I mean, he kind of says, uh, he said, I have no, t- I have no time to give you guidance. I barely have any fuck time either. Hefner minded. Like, I think you're fine, but I think the finest woman that ever came out of Beaver. Like, <laughs> to me, so when you, when you, when you, when you call a woman, when you call a woman's vagina a beaver, that was, to me, to, like, I don't know, he couldn't have got away with that in 2018, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but, I, but it's crazy how you see, I like how he says, I have no, I have no time to give you guidance. Barely have any fuck time either. Like, like, you, like, basically, like, I'm moving, you, like, you, you fine. You know what I'm saying? You fine. You got all this stuff, but like, look, man, you 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 gotta stay over there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And uh, then he then he goes on to say, uh, uh, my tax bracket not enough blacks in it. Uh, that was uh, that was interesting. When I first heard when I when I uh heard um, Jay Z, he said um, uh, on um somewhere in America, uh. New blacks for new stacks. Uh, that's my one of my favorite Jay Z lines of all time. <laughs> of all, like of all time, new blacks with new stacks. Um, I thought about that. I thought about my tax bracket, not enough blacks in it. I thought about that one. That was a that was kind of something that I do sometimes. But yeah, yeah this is a. I, I definitely like this. One. Word up, word up, word up. All right, yo, let's get into the. Uh, we're gonna get into the. Was it the next to the last record with? Where's the love? Next to the last. Oh yeah. 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 Next up, so you jumped in there like, I just you jumping in there like that. All right, go ahead. So, with, uh, where's the love? <laughs> Featuring Cocaine Eighties. No, I had no idea who Cocaine Eighties was before this. Really? Yeah. Wow. Hmm. You know, I. That's one thing I appreciate about Nas. He likes to put a lot of different cats on his projects. Or, yeah, I'll give you that, yeah. But, um, no, I thought it was a, I thought it was just, you know, a really dope track. I'm talking about all the craziness that he goes through. Like he says it, uh, I think, in verse 2, like there's a lot of cats that I know that's where I come from, and some people made it out big, some locked up, and some is unsung. You know, talking about, you know, like, how he made it through this crazy life, and there was a few of them, and that is even less, like. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Book, man, what you got uh, on this record? Um, you know, this, this one, yeah, like, like, no, this was, this was, this was an album filler for me. Even though Cocaine 80s are really good, um, I like like so said like I I I knew who cocaine I, I knew who cocaine eighties were because of Common really that's the only that's the only reason I even heard of them because of Common and um so like real real talk cocaine eighties is a uh, no ID in there Common's in there Janae Iko is in there James Fontroy is in there this chick named Anna Ugarte's in there it's a bunch it's a, it's, it's like twelve cats up in that group. <laughs> Um, I didn't know and, Janae Eiko was in there. Though. Yeah, yeah. So she, yeah, she's in there, and uh, so I didn't know she was in there either until um, until Common's album was uh, Nobody Smiling. I found out Janae Eiko was in that group when that album came out. <laughs> so I, 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 I had no idea she was in that group that whole. I don't know if she's in the group that whole time, but that's when I found out she was in the group. Oh man, that's dope. 
Yeah, so it's it's a pretty it's a pretty cool it's a pretty cool group. I mean, they got a bunch of I mean, they got some producers in there. They got like a bunch of instrumentalists and rappers, singers. So it's a, it's a, it's a definitely diverse group. And um, you know, they do they do a bunch of stuff. I think they're all from Chicago. So. Oh damn! All right, that's super dope. <laughs> no, no, no. They're all from Chicago. Janae Iko, she's from California, so you know, all from Chicago. No, I have no clue where she's from. Yeah, uh, she's bad. I know that. Eh, eh, man. I love it. And look, <laughs> she, she's 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 super cute to me, man. Too small, man. I feel like I throw her around. I might definitely, her she's definitely dumb small. Like she's she's <laughs> so small. She's, she's definitely dumb small. Terrible. I like my women to be like Amazons. She's too tiny, but uh. For me, not for me, uh, I think same thing, album filler, like, it's like, could I have been done without the deluxe version if this is all I was really getting? It's like the only song that really, really blew me away off the deluxe was uh, Roses. Mm-hmm. And I said, where's the love? Was this there? It was a great record. I think it was a great concept, you know, called, you know, uh, I'm a street corner nigga, New York Knicks loyalist. Uh, I like that because I'm a New York Knicks loyalist. Even when they're horrible and we suck again because now Porzingis is hurt. Oh, <laughs> I, mean, uh, I mean, I mean, it's not like we had any chances, but now we like really don't have any chances. Yeah, y'all done. Y'all totally done now. Yeah, I mean, we was already out of the eighth spot, and now we're like gonna plummet. So <laughs> whatever, Dude, we can we can deal with it. Yeah, you know I mean, but uh, yeah, nah, we're gonna move right into the let's get right into this uh, the next and the last track, man. Trust. The trust. And uh what's one called the book, man? Wanna start us off with the last track of Nas. Nas's album Trust. Skip. So like so this like so this whole this whole little like um deluxe edition, you know, like he could've he could've he could have left it off, man. Like by baby, the number fourteen, that was it, bro. Like you had a great thing going. <laughs> And you know, he put. I mean, I ain't mad at him. I mean, because I'm pretty sure, like, if you're a fan of Nas, you could definitely like some of these songs. You could definitely like Nasty. You could definitely like Roses. You could probably like Where's the Love. Those are the ones that I would even gravitate towards. Everything else, yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, for yeah, me, skipping, skip. So, all right, bam. Show's over, man. Shit, everybody skips the last record. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh man, but uh, what's some call? So that's us, man. We just reviewed uh, Nas's album from 2012. Life is good. Go on out there, pick this record up, man. Yo, it's got some jewels on. It's got some gems. No introduction. Locomotive. A Queen story. Accident. Murderer. Daughters. Uh, they love Summer on Smash. Apparently, I'm tripping. Summer on Smash is the hit. Back when Dawn, Stay, Cherry Wine, Bye Baby. He's got hits on this album that Cat slept on. Go out, man. Pick up this album, man. Give us some spins. Hit us up and let us know what you think. I do it for hip-hop1 at yahoo.com. You can always hit us up there on the email. You can leave us a five-star review for us to, on iTunes. You can leave us a comment on, on SoundCloud. And we'll, you know what I mean, we'll read them. We let y'all, you know what I mean, if it's dope enough, if it's fly as shit, or if, it, if, it's, if it's a critique that's hard as fuck and we just want to talk about it on the show, we will, man. Just let us know what it is. Let us know how y'all feel. Not just about Nas's album, about every album, about anything hip-hop. You know what I mean? 
if you want to uh if you want us to review your album if you're an up-and-coming artist if you're an established artist man comment jay-z Nas. if y'all want the i do it for hip-hop podcast to review your album you can hit us up at i do it for hip-hop one at yahoo.com and then the subject line just put album re- review request and we'll even review your album because y'all ain't above criticism artists here to be critiqued it's subjective you know what I mean? So don't get your feelings hurt if you submit and we say you should just trash. You know what I mean? But uh, what's some call it? That, that, that's what it is, man. Like I said, man, you can hit us up. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Great Pharaoh, G-R number eight underscore P-H-A-R-A-O-H. You can even find me on Xbox. I got an Xbox, y'all. My, uh, my, my gamer tag, Great Pharaoh. Uh, with no underscore and uh, one two one four at the end. So that's P. Uh, that's G R number eight P H A R A O H one two one four. So find me Xbox Live. Holla at your boy, oh, man. Where can they find you at? Yo, y'all can find me on Twitter at Mister Can I Live. That's M R C A N I L I V E. That's what it is. That's what it is. Soul man, where can they find you at? Oh, you already know where you can find me. Uh, IG, Twitter, PSN, SOL underscore INV, ICTUS, that's 17. It's uh, Soul underscore Invictus 17. That's what's up. That's what's up. Make sure I stay tuned after the closing credits to get Soul Hot 16 on Nas's album, Life is Good. Oh, shit. Yo, before we go, man, I'm out of practice, B. Uh, what's it called, man? We gotta rate the album. Yes, we do. Rate albums on on a scale of one to five, one to five stars, and we're doing that here right now for Nas, real quick before we get up out of here, man. Uh, Bug man, what are you rating Nas? Life is good. Um, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a a, a four because um, the the Luster version, I give it a four. Um, because um, because just just because of the the last couple songs and the uh, and the album and the album arrangement basically, it could have been arranged better and like some of the songs didn't need to be on there and he could have consolidated a couple couple of them and it would have been like pretty solid basically. But I still love it. It's still one of my favorite Nas albums. So, nah, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, for me, man, your Nas Life Is Good album. I'm gonna be straight up. If it wasn't the deluxe edition, it'd get a five. Right. Because it's the deluxe edition, the same thing. I'm I'm not gonna give it a four. I am gonna give it a four point five though. Okay. It drops down a lot, uh, and I think that's a lot. A drop down, uh, giving it a four point five. But it's the same thing. Like I can even deal with the arrangement, but just how far off the bonus records are in quality from the main album records. Really, really stands out to yep. me. Uh, like, like everything about the Life Is Good album, I love. I think the album cover is good. You know, because you know, Life Is Good. He's sitting down drinking some champagne. He got when Khalees left him, all she left in their closet was her wedding dress, which is why he has it. He's in his tuxedo from the wedding. You know, I, I just think it was all dope what he did with it. But uh, what's some call it? Um, Soul Man, what are you rating now? Life is good. Um, I was actually gonna give it a four point three. Solid four point three. Uh. 
So you got a 4, 4.3, and a 4.5. Book always on the harsh end of the voting pool. He hasn't been the first one to be that low. It'll be that, that mean in scale compared to us. I've given some low scores before while y'all have given high ones. Same with thanks, you. Thanks. Thank you, so. Oh, yeah, Thank yeah. you, so. I mean, up granted, Boog, you are type <laughs> habitual with that. We'll give, we'll give some shit a five and Boog will be like, give it a three. three. <laughs> and then we got to talk up to a three. <laughs> I'll give it a 2.7. Like, but uh what's the call it? Nah man, but yo, that's the show, man. Yo, man, always remember, man, like I said, hit us up everywhere. The Twitter, you can hit us up on the email. You know what I'm saying? Uh we're back, man. Regularly scheduled shows, man. We got a real special guest for y'all next week. Man, we got a real special review. We're gonna be reviewing the uh Black Panther soundtrack album inspired by the Black Marvel Black Panther cinematic film. And we will be and it will be containing spoilers, so don't come up, don't be on the timelines, don't be on the trends, don't be on the F and on on the feedback, trying to tell us how we spoiled the movie for you. We're gonna let you know, we're letting you know now, and we're gonna let you know at the beginning of the episode there will be spoilers. Spoiler for next week's Black Panther album review. So be prepared that we will be spoiling the Black. Panther movie. Am I saying that enough? Hey, we're going to spoil the Black Panther movie for y'all next week, so make sure you see it before you listen to the album review. Alright, cool. Boom. Alright, I am Great Pharaoh, and I do it for hip-hop. I'm Bug, and I do it for hip-hop. Spoiler alert! I'm so, and I do it for hip-hop. What up, what up, what's good, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Soul, the visual overlord, the one rhyme, Optimus Prime. And I'm here with you with a uh, another Fast and Furious Hot 16 for Nas's Life is Good. I'll say Nas, Nas's Life is Good is a peek through the looking glass into the rap star's life. Hit after hit, he shows us the life he had to live to get to where he's at. And looking back, he gives us his outtakes on the trials and tribulations. From parental fears to fair relationships, he definitely shows us the struggles that he's had to go through and overtake. After everything he went through, along with the classic beat selection and expertly picked features, he proves to us that even the hardest life can be turned around into something good. I'm Soul, and I do it for hip-hop. Another one.